0: Alright, here we are. It's Valentine's Day. It's the Monday after the Super Bowl, which should be a holiday, but hey, whatever. Uh, Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. First of all, big win by the Rams last night. They were the favorite. They won. I know some of you guys bet on the Rams, won a little money. Nice (laughs) job, nice job.
1: But But not you. No. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, so if you're a Rams fan, uh, both of you, both Rams fans that exist, (laughs) congratulations on the Super Bowl last night. Alright, let's start with this. I've been seeing this infomercial and I've almost bought it, but Amy, you bought it. You bought the little camera that goes in your ear, like the cleaner.
1: Yeah. It cleans out your ear and it'll give you a visual of it. You just hook it up to an app on your phone and it'll also give you a visual of your nose, your throat, or any other orifice.
0: It reminds me of, I have friends that are plumbers <laughs> and they can send the snake oh, yeah. down with the camera on it. Yeah. yeah. This is that. Amy bought it off. you bought it off the infomercial?
1: I did. Well, a friend had told me about it, but then I, of course, you know, once you talk about it, it starts showing up and I kept seeing it. And I was like, you know what? We're getting it. It's awesome. Oh, so
0: you had it show up on your phone. Yeah. a little.
1: Yeah. But mm. I mean, a friend had already told me about it. Like, I was good. I mean, it was inevitable. It was probably happening. And my son is really into it as well. So.
0: It's what cool. holes have you sent it down? Ears. That's it? That's it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: yes.
2: <laughs> what are we looking for in there?
1: Wax. Making <laughs> okay. sure you get it all clean and you're good to go. But. If you do need a visual of something else, just in case, uh, the little pamphlet says you can stick it anywhere. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Guys, I'm going to have some wild videos coming real <laughs> yeah. soon. Uh, glad everybody's here. We'll check in on Lunchbox on his Valentine's reservations. I don't even know if he still has them going today. Mm-hmm. If he has them going today, it's a real risk, yeah. but big reward. So we'll check in on Lunchbox later. All right, let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag, yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My son is a 7th grader at a very small school. He plays on the basketball team, and although he isn't the most athletic player, my husband and I support him 100%. The basketball team is made up of seven boys in grades 6 through 8, and two grade girls who serve as backup players. At a recent tournament, he was the only boy player who didn't play. It was a close game all throughout. However, in the second half, the coach chose to put in one of the girls rather than my son, which was heartbreaking. Two minutes left, we're down by 12, hard to come back from that. The coach finally played my son with 1.8 seconds left. My son was devastated, mainly because of the decision to play the girl instead of him. My question to you is, do we say something to the coach? I'm not a confrontational person, and in general choose to believe that a coach has a good heart, but I'm feeling that my son was slighted and it needs to be brought up. Thanks in advance for any advice. Signed Worried Mom in Minnesota. P.S. They ended up losing anyway. A couple things are weird about this. One, I don't think it matters, girl or boy, when the person gets in. No. I think that's weird. A girl, yeah. the girls on the team, too. Heck, if a girl started, she was good enough to start. I don't think the gender thing
1: matters. Yeah, remove that.
0: What is weird, though, is that he only got it in with 1.8 seconds What's left. What's the point of that? Point? Right. If you're going to put him in, put him in with a minute left or two yeah. minutes. I don't think you go to the coach and complain something's up. I don't know what it is. Something's up. I think what you do is you go to the coach and you say, hey, how, what does my son need to do to get better to get in the game? Because I don't know how the kid's practicing. Maybe he's got a bad attitude. Maybe he's got the greatest attitude. Right. I'm not there every day to see what the coach is seeing. So instead of questioning the coach, I'll give you a communication method with the coach. It's to go up to the coach and say, hey, he really wants to get better. We're not sure how to get him better. What would you suggest we do so we could get him some more playing time? And then he will give you a list of things and skills to work with and then check in with him and say, hey, we did this, we did that. That way it's going to be top of mind that the coach knows, that you know, that the coach knows that you're watching him and that your son needs to be in the game. Now, if he's not good enough, he shouldn't start. But... There's no reason to just put someone in with 1.8 seconds left. No, It's almost That's like one... the coach
1: was like, oh, shoot, got to put him in.
0: <laughs> or it's like, I'm going to make a statement here and just barely put you in at all. Like, just, to, just that you're in. So, so you can say that you played. So the coach can say that, yeah, everybody played.
1: Yeah.
0: This is a weird email, if all true. I would just go to the coach and say, hey, what can we do to get better? Because he really wants to play more. And be positive.
2: Don't yell at the coach.
0: That's my advice, Eddie. You have kids that play basketball right now. We've been in that situation. You deal, What What do you suggest?
2: I mean, the what the way I've always handled it is like, look, let's get to practice early. Let's show coach that you are willing to play and that you are as good as you think you are. Like, let's show him that you're trying to improve, listen to him, be respectful to him or her, whatever, and then we'll see where it goes. Because really right now, like you said, we don't know if the kid's just terrible, doesn't listen, maybe a bad player. I don't know. But, man, we deal with a lot of these, like, I haven't dealt with middle school stuff, but with little league stuff, there's a lot of, like, you know, parents or coaches and they put their kids in more than other kids. And so you gotta look out for that stuff, but I've never talked to the coach and try to change things that way. I've always just went to my son and said, Hey, try harder. You deserve to play more when you practice harder.
0: And I think that's a strategy. Yeah. And I think this in the same vein, the strategy is, Hey, what can we do to get some more playing time? Positively approaching the coach. Like, hey, love love what you're doing. Hey, how do we get some more of that? What does mm-hmm. he need to do to get
2: better? So and then show
0: up early, like Eddie says.
2: Yeah, we do it all the time.
0: All right, great story. Don't no conflict with the coach. Don't be that parent. No. No fist fights at the basketball game. All right, that's the mailbag.
1: We got your email and we read it on the
3: air.
1: Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go.
0: On the Bobby Bones Show now, Susie Bogus. Susie, how are you? I'm great. The last time we saw you, I, I believe we were all on a Southwest flight.
4: I believe you're right.
0: And I think you were walking through and we were like, Susie, <laughs> And then we ducked our heads because we were embarrassed that we yelled at you on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we were all around yeah. here. Yeah,
4: well, we, like, you know, it wasn't embarrassing to me. It was, it was nice to be recognized. Thank you. <laughs> we, are,
0: we are big fans. And on the show, we, we kind of every year go, hey, here's, here's who we'd like to have on the show this year. And Eddie was like, I'd like to Thanks, have Susie Boggus on the show. Yeah,
2: I was somewhere. I don't remember where I was, but I heard your song come on on the speaker. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it brought back so many memories. <laughs> and then I remember, I'm like, we met Susie on an airplane and she had her guitar with her. She's got to still perform. So yeah. we, this is really cool. Um, are you bam. are you still
0: traveling around playing a lot?
4: A lot. Uh, it's kind of crazy. I, I think... Uh, I don't know, the 90s folks were having a comeback because a lot of us you know, kind of started out as troubadours anyway. And um, I've been doing shows, uh, kind of a collaboration thing with Pam Tillis and Terry Clark for about three years now. And I'm just starting a tour now with Kathy Matea where it's just the two of us, our guitars, and 30 years of stories and bad jokes. That's so fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun.
0: So when you were a kid, were you playing at Dollywood? Were you, was that like an early job for you?
4: Not a kid. Um, No, actually it was pretty much after I, I moved to Nashville and I was here for about a year singing demos and that kind of thing. And then um, they had some sort of a contest down there when it was still silver dollar city. And I, Got invited for like a three-day stint, and that was right when Dolly was at the park. So then they came back to hear me at Tony Roma's, a place for ribs, <laughs> where I was playing. And, um, and they invited me to, to be their uh, female lead for that opening season at Dollywood. So I was just there the one season, and I got a record deal while I was there. Wow. So Capitol came to see me.
0: Did you get to meet Dolly then?
4: Oh, yeah. I got to open concerts for, for her. I wow. Mean, she was so wonderful. I mean, she insisted that you choose your own material, be an artist, be who you are. um you know, and you know in a theme park like that it could you could go opposite, you know, it could go to the place where you you know they have a set group of songs they want you to sing that stuff, but she was Way cool about it.
0: Well that's pretty cool that you were cuz there are a few artist friends of mine that played at Dollywood back in the day too. I mean mm-hmm. even Carly Pierce. Right. Played it right. played at Dollywood. She did. I know.
4: I know. I've been uh, championing for her for a long time, you know, and it's fun to see her really taken off cuz she's she's been singing great since she was a little kid. So when you where would you grow up? Uh Illinois?
0: And so, what was the music... Country music capital. Yeah, what, what, what was, like, the house scene for you musically? Like, what, what was happening in your house musically?
4: Um, I'm the youngest, and everybody played instruments and sang, uh, but not, like, a family band kind of thing. Everybody had their own thing. Like, my oldest brother was into um, more of the harmony bands, and then my sister was into singer-songwriters, like uh, James Taylor and Carole King, and then my... Um, my other brother was into Creedence Clearwater. So I had an exposure to everything. My folks were really into big band. And my dad had lots of eight tracks of country in his car. And uh, I, you know, when I got to be 16, he let me drive that car. So I drove around in that 1968 Dodge Polaro with the canoe on top. And boy, I was super cool because I had Merrill and Buck and,
0: yeah, what did your family say when you said you wanted to move to nashville to pursue music on a much higher level
4: um they were really supportive uh i you know i have a degree in art so um it was the first five years i was just out on my own playing solo guitar and playing ski resorts and anybody who would have me like supper clubs you know biker bars anything that i could get a gig at and they you know, this is back before we had cell phones. So my folks would get a postcard from me like every couple of weeks or something like that. It says, I'm in Montana and I'm doing this and <laughs> I had a, a Shepherd collie mixed dog with me and but they they were worried about me, I think. And I think, you know, once uh they realized that I was serious about it. I was thinking to myself, I have no health insurance, and I need to get a real job. So I moved to Nashville.
0: And did you work at a real job while you were pursuing music? Mm-mm. You came and just attacked music the whole time? Yep. And so you're here. Who were the other artists? Because, I, you know, with artists, you kind of come and there's a class that comes with you. Yes. You know, when I moved to town you know, Dan and Shay were here and they were just cutting their teeth. And so we all right. kind of come up together. You know, who was in that group for you when you came to Nashville?
4: You know, it was a lot of really great, you know, um, Alan Jackson, um, Mary Chapin Carpenter, um, Kathy Mattea was already established and uh, Pam Tillis was here. And, uh, you know, we all kind of were running around, listening to songs of different publishers. We were playing songs for each other. It was a time when Music Row was really active, you know, like, you know, we would end up at some bar and then we'd end up at somebody's apartment and play way late into the night jam, stuff like that, it was great.
0: Who was the first person you saw kind of break through that went from just one of your contemporaries to holy cow, they've got a record deal and now they're making it,
4: that kind of gave you some hope too? Um, Patty Loveless, I I actually sang on the demo that got her her record deal, and it was like five o'clock in the morning, and I'm singing the background vocals to this thing, and then she got she got to do the album on MCA, and I remember at the end she actually thanked me on that record, even though I wasn't on that record, I was just on the demo, but she thanked me for staying up and backing her up and stuff, and you know we've been great friends ever since.
0: Susie Bogus is here. Eddie we, we brought Susie in because of you. <laughs>
2: yeah. What would you like to ask Susie? I mean, I just feel like for me, you know, <laughs> Garth Brooks is what kind of got me started to listen to country music. And mm-hmm. because of him, I got to be introduced to all you guys. So what? you got to witness the Garth Brooks invasion. What was that I like t- watching? I totally
4: did. Yeah, because I was on the same la- label with Garth, and and he was signed after me. Uh, so I had been hanging around in the halls for a while and trying, to, trying some singles and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was explosive. I mean, it was totally explosive and you know, because um we were on the same label, of course they would they would put us out for doing promotion things together and um I've got I've got some great fun shots, you know, from just uh, you know, great memories of being out on tour with him and I remember one time at the ACMs <laughs> uh there was a gal that was trying to get a picture with Garth that she wanted to get a picture with garth and um and Sandy his wife at the time. Um, said, "Oh, I'll take the picture. I'll take the picture." So the gal sidles up next to him, and she cut her out and just took a picture of Garth. And just, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 wonder, I just watched her do it. And I thought that is funny as <laughs> That's funny.
2: That's uh, awesome. And, and is she gonna sing Drive South? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Is that what you T- want? That's what. It's totally what I want. Did, All right. Well, are you, you Susie? You are right.
4: I, w- I will do it. I, okay. It's early. But I I would do that for you, Eddie.
2: Well, did you ever, because I know it's a John Hyatt song, did yeah. you ever get to play it for him or talk to oh, him? Oh, I
4: got to sing it with him, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And John was one of those guys that, back when I was trying to do, I was like in all sorts of little um, listening rooms and things like that. I was singing his songs back then before I even had a clue who he was or what he was like. And uh, So, yeah, for me, I, you know, I've cut several of his songs. I, I just think he's one of the most, wonderful poets in the wide world and he's fearless as far as writing a melody and that's why this thing screams all over the place
2: (laughs) eddie is that it it? that's it man i want to hear the song all right all right
5: right, here
0: is Susie with her 1992 smash Smash. this is yes smash thanks thanks i appreciate that i'll take it here is drive (laughs) south
4: I didn't say we wouldn't hurt anymore, that's how you learn, you just get burned. We don't have to feel like dirt anymore, though love's not earned, baby, it's our turn. We were always looking, but true north, with our heads in a club, just a little off course. I left that motor running, now if you feel Come on, baby, drive south With the one you love Come on, baby, drive south That's Dynamics. There we go. Susan Boggess,
0: everybody. So good. Thank you, Susie. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I love it. Hey, what's? do you have a cookbook? Are you doing a cookbook?
4: I am doing a cookbook. Um, I do a little live stream every Wednesday called Wine Down Wednesday, um, which we enjoy a chilled glass of wine and sing some more songs. And I, um, I am making a new record and trying to get used to the putting out singles again instead of doing a whole album project. That's kind of new. The um, social media um way of releasing things is kind of something fascinating to me. When
0: I'm, when will we hear anything new?
4: Um well I have one single out. It's called Sunday Birmingham. It's just um it's a song I wrote about one particular show and the whole night, the twenty four hours of being in Birmingham. And uh, I've got another one coming out in May. So
0: well, we so. will we will post links to that up on our site so people can go That's check nice. it out. Yeah, thank you. I and appreciate
4: we, the help.
2: We appreciate you coming in, Eddie. Thank anything you. to say, Susie? You sound so great. I mean, it's <laughs> so awesome. You've made all my dreams come true. Oh, like since all I, your dreams, since every I, dream. single oh, dream. Since I heard that song, I was like, I, "This is what I would love to see in the studio." Oh. And thank you for making. Well, you that
4: know, happen. Kathy and I are playing at Franklin Theater in April, so you need to come out. Let's go. Come I'm see in. us. We I'm have a in. lot of fun.
2: Maybe do a couple
0: songs yourself. Oh yeah, oh you can open. Come
4: on, yeah, come on, join us. We could use a third part.
0: Susie Boggins. Mm-hmm. Susie, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, clap your hands, everybody. We're Susie Boggins. Thank
4: you, guys. Bobby The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny.
1: Willie Nelson is celebrating his 89th birthday on April 29th this year by dropping a new album called A Beautiful Time. He gave fans a first taste of the record with the new song, I'll Love You Till the Day I Die. That
3: one short conversation. You're still the reason why I love you. Till the
1: day I
5: die.
1: Dustin Lynch likes to spend Valentine's Day celebrating his mom.
5: If I'm in town, I would usually go out to dinner with them and, and celebrate mom and get her something nice, usually some flowers and and Manny Petty or something but that's my my valentine my most consistent valentine has been mom over the years
1: carly pierce is all about the everyday gestures rather than the big romantic ones for me it's about the little things and about the everyday things that just make you feel appreciated and makes you feel like your significant other is thinking of you the thought really counts i'm morgan number two that's your skinny. It's
2: time for the good news.
1: With Bobby.
6: Tell
2: me something good.
0: Morgan Bissell just completed her fourth year of her community service project, collecting and distributing clothing to those who need to stay warm in the cold Montana winters. Now, this year, the 14-year-old managed to gather over 50,000 warm clothing wow. items. One of the recipients is the Clothes Closet, a used clothing store where people can come in, shop for free, and get the clothes they need. Last week, Morgan and some helpers took two truckloads of warm clothing items to the store. And again, 14 years old. She said it's only the beginning. She's going to help the community for as long as she can. 14 years, this is her fourth year of this, too. So I know she's 14. That sounds awesome. Yeah. But you got to think, she was 10 when this started. Yeah. And so she's raised just thousands and thousands of garments for people that need it in the winter in Montana. That's a great story. That's what it's all about.
6: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: Let's go over and check on the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Super Bowl was last night and the Rams won. Here is the Rams' touchdown that would end up winning the Super Bowl for Los Angeles. Here you go.
5: This is the 15th play of the drive. Second and goal. Pass. Cup. Touchdown. Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. They got it done for the go-ahead touchdown. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl.
0: And they have sealed the deal. There you go, Rams win. I'm always nervous, too, when I say, hey, you should bet, whatever. But I'm on a five-game win streak on this show. I said bet Cincinnati with the points, and that's who won. Because Cincinnati got four and a half points last night. Big win. Big win for the Rams and for me. (laughs) Um, And so pretty pumped about that. I'm on a five-bet streak here on the show. So stick with me, friends. All right. I'm just nervous about telling people. I know. Because I don't want to beat me up when I lose them money.
2: You say that, and then that's when you lose. I tell Ray all the time. He only
0: takes about half of them. Yeah! Wait, what? You hooked up Arkansas about a week ago, but you didn't tell me about Arkansas this weekend. When they were playing Bama? I bet that one, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I need to stop betting. Okay, this is NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell presenting the Super Bowl trophy to the Rams.
3: Here you go. Another inning fit for Hollywood. Congratulations, The Vince Lombardi Trophy is staying in Rams' house. World champs,
5: baby! Sean McVay, coach of the Super Bowl champions.
0: There you go. That segment brought to you by DraftKings. (laughs) Not really, but since they're a big sponsor, why not? I throw it in there. (laughs) Um, And here's why I say that last night's halftime show was the best of all time. Because I don't think it was the actual best performance ever, meaning you hear the, the best musical ability and best live singing. But I think more people were happy with it than I've ever seen at halftime. Yeah, ever. When I look back and I see some of the great ones that I've seen. Prince. I loved it. But some people were like, That's, I don't even like Prince. That's lame. I feel like this one was universally loved by most people. Um, I thought Bruno Mars was really good. Yeah, it was good. He was only, for at that time, for like the young audience. I thought Beyonce's was pretty good. Um, but I think, overall... This is the best halftime performance of all time. Not because it sounded the best or it was the, musically the best, but because it was, like, nostalgic, young and old, liked it. Looking at social media, it was, like, 90% positive. That never happens. It doesn't matter what's going on. People are like, that sucked. So that's why I say it was the best Super Bowl halftime performance of all time. Amy, your thought? Oh, you didn't watch it. I forgot Amy didn't watch it.
1: Well, I saw clips, but I... Yes, I didn't see it live like everybody else because I was traveling, but I thought it was amazing. And people, yes, I saw online were so hyped up about it. I even saw this one girl I follow. I can't remember her handle, um, maybe big kid problems or something. And she she said, if you just watched the halftime show and enjoyed it, it's probably time to go take your multivitamin.
0: (laughs) Whenever they showed 50 Cent hanging upside down, like in his music video. (laughs) You know, we're all getting a little older. I was worried yeah. for him. 50's put on about 50. Oh. I was hoping he doesn't pass out. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Him hanging upside down was a risk. Because <laughs> how long did he have to do that before he had to start rapping? Right. Because you know he didn't hop up there one second before. They're like, 50, go hang upside down. We'll be starting in five minutes. But I thought it was great. I thought the halftime show was universally accepted. That Therefore, to me, that's the greatest of all time. Uh, Morgan, what did you think of the halftime show?
1: I mean, I loved it. I I even made a statement saying that it's the best
3: that I've seen in my lifetime, and that's just because I enjoyed it so much. Like, I got a lot of nostalgia out of it, and I'm on the younger end of this, and I still was like, yeah, this was my childhood growing up.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, they're all 50-year-olds out there. It's like people going
2: to this high school reunion. Mm. But they all sounded good, though. I mean, they all rapped like they were still young.
0: Yeah, some of it was tracked in. Oh, really? I did Not so, all. I
2: didn't notice that. Not all, but some was. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dr. Dre's 56 years old. Wow. Yeah. I mean. I mean, m 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. 49, 50? Yeah. Uh, mattress Mac, the guy in Houston that owns the mattress stores down there, bet $9.5 million and lost it. <gasps> but, See?
2: hmm
0: I mean, he bets on all the games. I don't know how he has so much money. I mean, they must be selling mattresses like crazy. Yeah. Like, he has, like, warehouses.
3: Yeah, he has a lot of furniture stores, and he does a promotion where if... You buy furniture, and the he says, oh, you know, between now and the Super Bowl, if the Bengals win, you get the furniture for free. So a bunch of people come buy furniture.
0: But did he do – I know he did the Astros. I don't think he did the Bengals. He did. Did he? Yeah. Because he does the Astros because he lives down in Houston. Yeah. But he bet uh, $9.5 million on the Bengals, and they mm. lost. He bet the money line, so they lost. Dude, oh. That's why I got to go with the spread, Mattress Mac. <laughs> Brought to you by DraftKings. Uh, and then this, fa- this couple who were going to get married, they're both huge Cincinnati Bengals fans. They decided two weeks ago, once the Bengals made the Super Bowl, because they only had two weeks' time, they were going to move their wedding date to Super Bowl Sunday to get married and then watch the game, which sounds great until they lose. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. So they got married, and they, they lost Oh, at the end. I'm sure it was great. But uh, Rachel Hyden and Johnny Wallen were set to wed in October but changed it to yesterday. <laughs> and so there you have it. That's what's up. That's the news. Thank you, guys. Those were
5: Bobby's Big
0: Stories. All right, today is Valentine's Day. I'll play you a country artist wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Just name the country artist who's saying it. This first one's easy. It's just an example.
3: Go. Happy Valentine's Day. Make sweet love to your other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, All right, thanks. Luke. Thanks, okay. Luke. That's Luke Bryan. <laughs>
6: yeah. you were made for
0: All right, go until you can't go anymore. When you miss it, you're out. Come on. All right. Here we go. Number one. Happy Valentine's, everyone. Make
4: the day special for your once-in-a-lifetime love.
3: Lunchbox? That's my boy, Keith Urban. Amy? Keith. Keith Urban. That's correct. I'm telling you.
0: Next up, name this country artist.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Send me some chocolate. what? Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Send me some chocolate.
2: Lunchbox? Carrie Underwood. Amy? Carrie. Eddie? That's Carrie Underwood. Next one up. Wishing you a happy Valentine's
0: Day. Quick and to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day.
2: <laughs> Can you name that artist? No, make, sweet, love, Really, Muchbox, yeah. Kane Brown. Amy? Kane. Eddie? That's Kane.
3: Everybody's talking about giving like they just can't wait.
0: All right, let's turn up the difficulty level a little bit. Name this country artist. And I want to wish you a
3: very happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I want to wish you a
2: very happy Valentine's Day.
3: Lunchbox. Brantley Gilbert.
1: Brantley.
2: Oh, that's Brantley. Dude. Nice. Right. Next one.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day.
2: Whoa. The what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's
3: fun.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day, and what? It's tough. Wishing you a happy Valentine's
3: Day. Lunchbox? Amy's twin, Marin Morris. Amy? Marin. Eddie? Marin
2: Morris. Oh, you
3: guys, ah!
1: got it! I got it in the last one!
3: I oh. swear! The last time you
0: played it, I got it. Okay, how about this one right here? Name this country artist.
2: Hoping you have a very happy Valentine's Day. Well, I need it again. Sound like it was recorded in the 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping you have a very happy Valentine's Day.
0: Lunchbox?
3: The Chief. Amy?
1: Oh, really? Is that him? Who'd you put? Josh Turner.
3: Oh,
0: no? Yeah, no, it's Eric Church.
3: Eddie? It's Eric Church,
0: it's he. Wow, Amy's out like that. Woo!
1: Shit, I didn't get last! Yeah, like, I
0: reasonable. love this! Lunchbox v. Eddie, here we go. La- uh, this uh, one, please.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day.
2: What? Hmm?
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day.
0: Morgan knows, she's nodding her head, she's got that one figured out. Here again.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Oh, you got this lunchbox? Come on! I do not
0: think I have it.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. Uh-huh.
0: Guys, you have an answer here? No. Can I play it again? One more time, then I need an answer.
1: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day.
0: Eddie, who do you have? Carly Pierce. Lunchbox? Kelsey Ballerini. No, that's Miranda Lambert. Oh, that sure is, isn't Will it? Will you play it one more time so they can hear
1: it?
3: Wishing you a happy Valentine's Day.
0: That's Miranda. Yeah. Yeah, All right, is, speed round. I'll play this one buzzing with your name.
3: Okay. I, and go. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Come
6: on. What? I don't know.
3: Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
1: Okay.
2: Uh,
3: okay. Eddie.
2: Uh, yeah. Jordan Davis. Uh-uh. Play it again. No more. What? Get an answer.
1: What? Oh, come Time. on. Time.
2: It's Tim George. McGraw.
1: That was Tim? Tim. Yes. Tim Always stay humble and calm. All
0: right. I speed around. around. Here we go. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Eddie. Eddie. Happy val. Kip Moore. Correct. Eddie wins. Yeah! Play Kim Moore so our listeners
3: can hear it. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Happy Valentine's Day!
2: That's my dude right there, there Kim Moore, and he's the winner. Nice hey, job, happy, Valentine's happy Valentine's Day, Day To you. <laughs> thank you, thank right, you.
1: So there
0: it is. <laughs> Let me run this by you, and you can tell me if I'm being ridiculous or if there's something to it.
1: And I will. Okay. Yeah. So, as
0: the weather gets a little better, I'm getting more invites to go play pickup basketball, and. Pretty competitive games. Because
1: it's like outdoors, Mm -hmm. like three-on-three or something? Or five-on-five?
0: Yeah, mostly five-on-five. Okay. So, and I'm a decent athlete. I'm getting a little older. I get injured a lot. Um, But I've never been a big basketball player. Like, I never played basketball in high school. Uh, I played football and baseball, but never basketball, but I can still compete. And I'm really competitive. And so, even in the last week, I've had three different people reach out and go, Hey, we're doing some pickup ball. You want to come play? And for one reason or another, I've said no. Now, I don't want to go play and be bad. So I've thought about hiring a coach. Hmm. To g-
1: to go play with friends?
0: <laughs> no, 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 to come to my house. No, I know,
1: but you're oh. going to you're going to train to just go play with friends. Yes. Like but- as fun for fun. Like it's not real. Yes, but I don't
0: want to get there and be bad. Like I want to actually be competitive and some of the people that are inviting me are really good players.
1: Okay. Well then. I so guess- would
0: it be weird if I If I hired one of these coaches, because didn't your daughter? I have
1: someone. I was gonna say if you want her.
2: I do too. Coach Mike. She's awesome. (laughs) My kids go to Coach Mike, and they're always needing more kids. Bones, if you want to just step in.
1: No, I I train with the kids. No, No, she'll come to your house. What? My girl will come to your house. Okay, and
2: like cone drills. Yeah. What are her credentials, Amy?
1: Um, I don't like. I don't. She plays basketball. Her husband, I think, was in the NFL, or and her daughters, like. 14, six foot tall and his goal's, okay. goal is to be in the WNBA like she's training for it. Like,
0: is it ridiculous that I want to hire a coach to come out and work with me so I can play and be decent and pick up games?
1: I feel be like honest. you probably shouldn't tell people.
0: He just did. Yeah, he just admitted it. <laughs> hey, we're uh, out. We're open. Uh, we're honest here.
1: I mean, I think it's fine. I mean, why not want to... In a way, it's like something that's going to make you feel good. Why not do that for yourself? And then you... Go to the court more confident, mm-hmm. and
0: <laughs> Amy's just struggling to give me yeah, any sort she's of positive. Trying.
2: I Eddie? think it's okay. Yeah, dude. When, when my kids went to Coach Mike, they weren't <laughs> you're
6: kids. Your kids,
0: <laughs> and, and you now understand.
2: and now they dominate. They're really good, and that's only been about six months. Yes, Bones. I think it'll be extremely. Uh, Advantageous, is that a right word? Yeah, you need to go to a, a coach. Yes,
1: but
6: but, See,
2: but you like Coach Mike, you recommend Coach, coach Mike. Mike's legit, dude. He's really good, and he's he'll be tough with you too. Coach Mike's like 22. Hey, if you bounce the ball while he's talking, he'll make you do push ups. Oh,
1: does, no. does Bobby though like do you,
2: I'll give him a call for you, man? <laughs> what do you mean?
1: do? You, I know you're saying it here, but like, do you let the boys know that you're playing with? Like, no. oh, I well,
0: don't then. show up and be like, I learned this from a coach yesterday. No, I train, <laughs> okay. I work with a coach so I can go and be competitive.
1: Do you You're, think any of these people inviting you are working with coaches? I don't know, and
0: you know what? I don't want to know what they do in their own times, their own business. Yeah. Okay, do
3: Lunch, it. Lunchbox? Let's just say I came to you and said I wanted to hire a coach to improve my rec soccer. What would you say to me? You would laugh me out of the building because you I don't said, think I would. Oh, get out. you laugh at me for playing rec soccer it is. You are taking it way too serious. Show up and suck and take a basketball outside. (laughs) Yes. 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 Just show up and suck and then go out in your backyard, shoot baskets by yourself. I'll do that, but I'm talking about... I need, like, fundamentals.
1: But also, Lunchbox, we kind of make fun of the fact that you think you're, like, team captain, but you're really, like, Oh, he got cut from his
3: team. He he just got cut from his
2: team, by the way. Oh, Oh, you did? Yeah. correct.
3: Yeah, they said they didn't sign up for this season.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He had to join a new team. See, if you would have got a coach, you probably would still be on the team.
3: If you get a coach, it, th- th- that is so embarrassing. What's Coach Mike charge, Eddie? Oh, no.
2: th- I think, uh, f- well, I mean, if you, we can group you with my kids and get a discount. Oh. <laughs>
5: we'll
2: probably do 15 bucks for all you guys.
3: I can't. Oh, if you get a coach, oh my gosh.
5: Bobby. And then your
3: coach is going to have to come to the game and make sure you're doing the drills, like you're doing what you learned oh, in Oh, the practice. coach shows up. With a whistle. <laughs> like, Bobby, get over here, Bobby. He's you, recording me to show me tape back. Oh,
0: man. I'm thinking about it. I think no. it'll be some, a fun project for me too. Just shooting drills.
1: Yeah.
0: Word to put my elbow. Yes. Oh yes. Triple threat stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Footwork. Dribble so l- work.
0: So let's vote. I'll be honest. Is it ridiculous? Yes or no? No. Yes. Yeah. She.
3: Oh, did you hear her? She said.
1: I said no. I said you what I, I said. You say
0: yes. Yes. It's you ridiculous. said it
1: is ridiculous. Absolutely. Wait, but you just. 100
0: percent. But Amy said no, so I'm going now. All right, so there we have it. I'm on the lookout for a coach to teach me how to play basketball oh again. I just
2: texted you his contact. I mean,
0: like, <laughs> oh yeah, Coach Mike. I'm gonna ask him how much he is. I wonder if we can get Coach Mike on the air. Yeah, sure, we'll call him. Text him. See if I come on the show okay, later. Oh, man,
1: I want you to work with my coach.
0: Maybe I'll interview them both on the air. What oh yes, an interview. Coach Mike just has a funnier name. That's why we went with Coach Mike. Well, I and, haven't
1: said her name? And
2: he's been a coach for years. Oh wow. Yes, all the kids know him. Okay. Wow. All right. the Okay. She's in
1: my phone as Kenya Basketball. Wow, she has basketball as her last name?
0: Now yeah. it's <laughs> All right, voicemail time. Here's one from last night.
1: Hi,
4: I was calling to get everyone's opinion on if moms get more of a say when it comes to naming your baby. My husband is not 100% sold on... Either of my names, and I was just curious what everyone's opinion was. If mom kind of gets the final say, okay, thanks.
0: I'd say it's 5149, mom. That's good.
1: Yeah, I mean, that should be your push present. If you're having an argument about it, you'd be like, all right, I pushed it out, I name it. Well,
0: the, my problem is I don't think either parent should have to name a kid something they just don't like, period. Yeah, true. If there's a name, that the mom's like, I really like it. And he's like, okay, I can settle on that one. It's not the name I wanted. But if he hates it or she hates it, it would stink to have to name your kid something you just don't like. Like my cousin, Butthole McGee. <laughs> Who lost that <laughs> fight? <laughs> you just can't. Your uncle. <laughs> you just can't. You just can't name a kid something. So, yes, I'm going fifty-one forty-nine. That if the guy if has one he just kind of likes... And she loves it. You got to go with that. But I just I can't sit here and go, yep. If you love it and he doesn't, you win. You know? Yeah. So Eddie, you have what do you
2: thought? I mean, the only one I really got one in was the uh, our first son. Like that was my thing, and she went, sure, I like it, cool. But the rest, I was like, you know what, push present away, whatever. You you're good. You let like, him know. Yeah, she she just took all the names.
1: Did you speaking of push presents though? Did you actually get? Her push present ever?
2: No. No. Oh. I've never even heard of that okay. till today. You just mentioned you gave her. <laughs> the
0: That's name, the push biggest yeah. push present. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here is another voicemail.
4: I just wanted to share, like, a personal tell me what something good. I was on the phone with this sweet old man named Michael, and we talked about life almost for an hour. And I was having a bad day, and he said, Honey, I could tell you're having a bad day, but I want to tell you no day is permanent. And I just thought that was an amazing thing. So I wanted everyone to know that no day is permanent, and that day will actually end. Um, have a good day.
0: I got three things to say. One, that's a great thing no day is, no, no day is permanent. Mm-hmm, no I love that. Good or bad. You know, there was a king, you know, the saying, This too shall pass. There was an old king that used to keep that on his ring uh, just to remind himself, good or bad. Like if the day was going, the greatest day ever, and he was ruling the kingdom. He's like, hey, this too shall pass. You got to remember, every day is not amazing like this. And the same for if if days stunk. So that was always, that's the history of this too shall pass. He had it written on his ring. It's mm. good um, stuff. But no day is permanent. So that's my first thing. Hey, how about that? Good saying. Two is, how about this guy? Sweet old guy. Three, probably got fired for being on the phone for an hour when he should have been doing customer (laughs) service. I know. Yeah, Yeah, probably should have just stuck to business.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, true, true.
0: All
2: right. Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: This fitness coach, her name is Sarah Harker, she found 12 fake dating profiles using her bikini pics.
0: (laughs) Oh, people trying Mm -hmm. to catfish as her
1: on Tinder is where I think she found most of them, but she thought there was just one. And then when she posted about that one, other people started sending her like, Hey, you actually popped up as this person on mine. So she found out, I mean, now it's probably even more than 12, but it's just scary to think how many people out there are faking and having conversations with people. And they're not even really who they're saying they are.
0: You know, and that makes me feel good about being slightly, but ugly. Because no one's using my picture anyway. <laughs> that's yours. one thing I don't have to worry about. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to catfish with my face.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Tinder, have y'all seen Tinder Swindler?
0: No, not yet. We're we've debated it. Uh huh. Caitlin's not totally into it yet.
1: Okay, go for it. I've debated too, but I had a therapy appointment where I have to watch something, and my therapist and I we decided to watch Turn It On Tinder Swindler. So I've seen you half. Watch it together hmm
0: Well, she's really got you paying for her <laughs> entertainment.
1: No. She's like, all
0: right. <laughs> this week
1: go ahead well no and she's older and she really Uh, enjoyed it so it's not just for the young people it's for older you paid her to go in and watch a show together (laughs) no No, I watch a show with her all the time because it's stuff that's happening on the screen and in my headphones it's for my ADD it's like an exercise that is working my brain to help with my ADD
0: okay I get to watch
1: whatever I want so we watch
0: and you pay money yes Yes. but you could have watched at home
1: Yes, but two birds, one stone, and Tinder Swindler. It's it's very interesting. At first, I thought it was going to be scary for online dating, which it is, but it's only scary if you would actually fall for something like this. But it is wild what he was able to get away with.
0: Is the guy better or worse looking than me?
1: You're better looking.
0: You think so? Or are you just saying that because we're right next to each other? But
1: see, he lured women with like, you know, like uh, gifts and lavish presents and private jets. And all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So, like, he wasn't... Yeah, no luring here. He was, like, (laughs) okay looking, but I don't know. He just had this, like, swag. What's a better word?
0: (laughs) Do you have have swag on an app?
1: (laughs) Yeah, because, like, he would, like, take selfies on. I mean, if you're into that, Mm -hmm. he'd, like, have on really cool sunglasses and, like, have, like... You know, Greece, like beautiful water, like foreign countries behind him. And like, I think I need
2: to do
0: that.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, he had more appeal. I didn't do that photos. and send him to Kaylin.
0: Maybe she'd like that. <laughs> All right, what else?
1: So, a plant shop owner is fighting Nike over the name Just Suck It. What? S U C C, short for succulents, because she's a plant shop owner. And I guess Nike is like, she's having to fight them on it. And she took to TikTok to be like, has anybody else had to deal with like, a sportswear giant before who's keeping me from using that. So it's like, basically they're saying anything that plays off of the just do it, they're going to come after you. Just suck it. Yeah. Nike or,
2: owns anything that's just blanket?
1: Well, I don't know that they own it, <laughs> I but...
2: how many things we could fit in it? <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. <laughs> um, I think if it's a, a parody
0: of it, probably, okay. or something that you've that they feel like is actually gaining because of what they've created, they can probably go, hey, don't do that.
1: Yeah, well, she was hoping other people had been through a legal dilemma like this, and if you know what to do, if you could help her out, that'd be great.
0: I've never once... (laughs) sued the Robbie Roan show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and they're definitely stealing ne- never, it. Never,
0: yeah. I mean, their whole thing is basically based off of us. Man. But, okay, what else?
1: I have the uh, country music couples that make us believe in love since it's Valentine's Day. You want me to run through them? I guess.
0: <laughs> but, here's what I've learned. Everything you see isn't really as is. And anytime you see a couple, it's like, oh, goals.
2: They probably got their own... <laughs> For sure well, I don't do. know that
1: these couples are like saying, hey, we're goals, but Brides.com put together this article of who okay. they label. So as should we, when I, she
2: lists them, should we say like <laughs> false, real? No. Okay. But no. I'm just going to. No.
1: I think they're all real.
0: I'm just going to. I feel good about these. I probably have heard things about all these people. Okay. And I'm just going to be quiet. So right. just go. <clears throat> no, never <laughs> none. Go ahead.
1: In at number five, Maren Morris, Ryan Hurd. Four, Carrie Underwood, Mike Fisher. Three, Kane Brown and Katelyn. Uh, two, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman, and then at number one, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Oh,
2: sure, Tim McGraw. There you go. Yeah.
1: There is the list. That's
2: five couples. And
1: then, quickly, <laughs> since it is Valentine's Day, and you are—if you are a dad, and you, or you've got a mom in your life—and you're like, oh shoot, didn't really do anything. I saw the number one thing that moms want for Valentine's Day is sleep. So maybe you can hook her up with sleep tonight or in the morning somehow, and a I don't clean know how you house. Hook
0: someone up with yeah, sleep. Maybe
1: let her. let her like, hey, sleep in. I got the morning routine. I'll handle the kids. You do what you need to do. Get rest put a sound machine on, make sure she's real comfortable, and wow. then clean the house because she also wow. wants that.
0: Wow. It's a spa at the house. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> sound machine, <laughs> foot rub.
1: Yes. Is that it? Yeah. maybe that's my pile.
2: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With
6: Amy.
1: Tell me something good. So I got a cool foster care story for you. So Paige Bramlett, she works as a behavioral therapist in Indiana. And in 2019, she was assigned to help a five-year-old, William, overcome a lot of trauma in his life from, from being in foster care all five years. Right away, they bonded. And then the more time they spent together, the closer they got. And in January of 2020, she's like, you know what? I'm going to become his foster mom. And then in 2021, she legally adopted William. So it's just like, I mean, she probably works with a lot of kids being that type of therapist, but there was some sort of bond and she couldn't deny it. And so now he's officially her son.
0: Do most foster parents become adoptive parents?
2: No, no, no. Really? It it just really depends. There's someone that lives in my neighborhood and she's a foster mom. She's I mean, she's probably had, since we've lived in that neighborhood, she's probably had about 10 or 12 foster kids Mm -hmm. just come on through.
0: I guess, are there two kinds? And Eddie just did this. He fostered, then adopted those kids. Are you either a foster parent who knows that you're going to foster a lot of kids and help them move to the next level, or are you foster once? And adopt the kids.
2: Yeah, I think you make that decision when you go into it, you know? Like, am I going to be the foster parent that's just going to keep taking kids? Or, I mean, for us, I didn't know which one we were going to be. We just knew after three years of having them, we're like, well, they're not going anywhere. They're going to stay here.
1: Right. Well, the interesting thing about fostering is you never know how long you're actually going to have them. Like, Eddie was in limbo for those three years. They told us 90 days. And then there's, (laughs) like, I have uh, foster parent friends where they they have a lot of different foster kids in and out, but sometimes they feel something and they're like, "Okay, this is where let's let's adopt," and then it doesn't work out and they don't get to, because the other the either the bio parents or something comes up. But this is just a really cool story, and she uh, got William a dog for Christmas that ended up going viral on TikTok with more than 10 million views.
0: Wow. <laughs> Lunchbox gets jealous of the kid because <laughs> I mean, I mean, he has a dog. Here we go. Uh, all right, congrats. that's what it's all about. Uh, that was tell me something good. <laughs> All right, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny.
1: The morning corny. What did one light bulb say to the other light bulb on Valentine's Day? What? I love you watts and watts. <laughs>
0: watts. I, I saw someone post that on Instagram story. Is that where you got that? No. And tagged us both? No. Oh.
1: But... Yay! I love when people send me stuff or tag me.
0: Yeah, it was like written on a bulletin board. Watson, mm-hmm. Watson, Watts. And Watts, Watts. And Watts. Yeah. yeah, and the other one's like, and if you're not careful, I'll turn you on or something. It uh, was like a
6: second. Oh. Of that.
0: yeah, yeah,
3: Next that's, level. Hey, That's after dark. After okay. dark morning corny. corny right there. <laughs> that was the morning corny.
0: So I have a list of illegal baby names. Now, before I get to some specific names, a lot of states limit the number of letters that can be used. So. It can't be, and I'll date myself here, super califragilistic hmm Mary Poppins? Yeah. Too long. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just too long. Yeah. So they have, uh, you can't put emojis in a baby's name. <laughs> I mean, didn't Elon Musk try to do something like that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't have an obscene name, and you can't use any offensive language. Okay. Which they those two do kind of cross over in the Venn diagram. But uh, okay, here you go. You can't name your kid King or Queen. Really? So it can't be King Smith. Uh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Or Queen Brown.
1: Really? I think that would be fine,
0: actually. We don't that would get messy, though. Is it
1: supposed to get, yeah, because what if you really get confused for a king? Then
0: I would name my kid Senator.
1: <laughs> well, I, I was going to say that's yeah. probably illegal, too, in president. It's not.
0: I'd name him Senator Jones.
1: Oh. Interesting.
0: That's not on here. Uh, you cannot name your kid Jesus Christ.
2: Okay. But Jesus is fine, right? Because I, I know a couple of Jesuses. Y- yeah.
6: Yes,
0: I think because
2: okay. Jesus is... Hispanic. A
0: Hispanic, yeah. And it but means you Jesus. Can, you can't name him Jesus Christ. Okay. okay. You cannot name your kid Santa Claus. Why? Because it's illegal. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Majesty, which okay. again is in the royal uh, collection of words. You Now, you can name your kid Adolf... But oh. you cannot name your kid Adolf Hitler. Why, Why would you, you, want you want to do that?
1: To? Well, I think, again, Adolf. No, I'm good.
0: I agree, but I do think there is, I think it's a very prominent name.
2: I don't know. Well,
1: if then you I'm let sure. it go.
2: Well, I have an uncle named Adolfo. Wow. that I just figured that out right now. His name's Adolf.
1: Mm. It, does it translate <laughs> to that? Though?
2: Yeah, that's
0: exactly what it is. You okay. cannot name your kid Adolf Hitler. I agree. I would stay away from that. I mean, we should eliminate any name with the A in the beginning. Sorry, Amy, you got to change your name. Okay. <laughs> Messiah. yeah, yeah. You cannot name them at with the at sign, and you can't name them 1069, which is odd. I don't know why that's on here, but you can't name them 1069, which sounds like a radio station too. 1069, the wolf. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about Lucifer?
0: Uh, it's, it's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, that's good no, to go? You no, you he's can. it's good to go. I uh, thought
1: we had a story about that. I yeah, but it's, you
0: can name a kid that. You can name a kid Lucifer. Ew. You can name the kid... Satan? No can't no. do that. That's got to be on the you list. You can't
1: do Santa Claus, but you can do Santa I'm so confused <laughs> hey. right now.
0: Hey, the times have changed. <laughs> okay. I uh, hear some other ones from other countries that I thought was interesting. If you're in Mexico, you can't name your kid Robocop. What? Oh. If you're in New Zealand, you can't name your kid Sex Fruit. Mm. Okay. In Saudi Arabia, no chance you can name your kid Linda. Wow. Ew. Which I thought was pretty fun. In, in Japan, you can't name your kid Devil, which tells me you can in America because it made the story as in Japan, you can't name your kid Devil. Wow. In Denmark, you can't name your kid Monkey. And in Portugal, you cannot name your kid Thor. So, you know, a lot of people are naming their kids really odd things now. So their kids stand out. But as I mentioned before, so many people are doing that now. The kids that are standing out are the names Mike. <laughs> the Chris. common one. The <laughs> yeah. old common one. Sean. <laughs> yeah, You're like, wow, that's your name? Sean. Very unique. All right, buddy. <laughs> hey I don't know what your parents were on, but okay. So Amy was walking out of a place, maybe a grocery store when the guy came up to you. I thought you were Maren.
1: Oh, a restaurant, Wild Cow. Oh. Yeah.
0: So Amy's walking out and the guy's like, Hey, are you Marin Morris?
1: I mean it wasn't quite that dramatic. It was more like Marin. Marin. Mar until I turned around and I was like, I I'm 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 not Marin. I'm Amy. And then he said, oh, Amy from the Bobby Bone Show.
0: So we all think <laughs> yeah. that he was just kidding with you, but you're convinced that he thought you were Maren Morris.
1: Either way, does yeah. it matter? All I was trying to tell y'all is someone thought I was Marin. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, here you go. Here is a voicemail we got last night. Hey, Bobby. Hey, studio. Uh, just wanted to call to let you know that I had a little bit of a situation in Nashville a month or so ago. I've uh, been pretty embarrassed. Didn't want to really tell anybody about it. But I thought for sure I saw Amy Brown out in public a while ago. Kept yelling for her. Kept calling her name. And here, lady turned around. She goes, my name's Marin Morris. Just wanted to let you guys know that. Love the show. Stop it.
3: Stop. <laughs> That's not real. That's not real. So fake. That's so fake.
1: <laughs> I mean...
0: <laughs> Amy's
3: husband. Good job. Thanks for calling.
1: That hey, is not,
0: you
3: heard that, it. You heard it here first.
1: That not my husband. <laughs> that guy's also, funny. do you think that guy's no. No, no, I think he's funny and oh kidding. Oh my goodness. Really? I know that could happen. We should ask Marin. If
0: anyone's ever confused her for you. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. <laughs>
6: okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I do want to move on to the okay. second about lunchbox for a All second. All right. I saw you roll your eyes just now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh for the first time in Will of Fortune history,
0: contestants won the $100,000 grand prize two nights in a row. So, it's never happened before. 100,000 100000 and old Pat's like, it's never happened. So I was talking about this with Scuba Steve, and he's like, I don't know why Lunchbox is trying to win the lottery because he can go on game shows. Scuba, tell Lunchbox your
5: thoughts. Oh, so game shows, dude, are the easiest way to make money and also get on television, which I know is two things you want to do. Yeah, 100%. So you have to go to L.A., which is where most of them are filmed at, but to get into a game show, it's free. They have websites I can give to you. You get free tickets. Well, hand me the
3: website. What are we waiting on? Why have you been holding this back for this long? Hold on. Keep going, Scuba.
5: Okay, so you you get these free tickets. Now it is a little bit of a daunting task. You have to get there super early in the morning, wait in really long lines, and they do like a casting call. But someone like you, you're the perfect person for a game show. They're looking for people with energy, excitement. They want to win money. Plus, you have a connection to the Bobby Bone Show, which is a national show. So I feel like if you can go to L.A., or I'll go with you. And if we can get in this long line, you can get on Price is Right. You can be on Who Wants to Be, what's the one with uh, Wayne Brady? Um, uh, Let's make, make a, a deal. deal. Let's make, Let's a, make deal. a deal. All these game shows, super easy to get on. Plus, they have a lot of game shows that they're trying out that are pilots. You can easily win anywhere from $10,000 to a $1,000,000 and be on television.
0: So, wow. So here's what, Scuba, you can't go with them because we need you here. Okay. But right. here's what I will say. <laughs> I will give Lunchbox a week off. It'll check in with us every day. I'm not going to pay for him to go out there, but if he wants to do this because it's going to take time to be, we will give him the week off to go out and try to get
3: on game
5: shows. And if you have a whole week lunchbox, that's a lot of opportunity because they do multiple shows in a day. So in a week, you can probably be on three or four shows.
3: I mean, that's incredible, and I'm all for it. I mean, I think you guys have to pay for it. If I'm checking in for the show, it's a work trip. Okay, like, then don't no check in for the show. No, just, but the, just go do it and let us know how it goes. Yeah,
1: the, the benefit <laughs> for you is that you have an opportunity to go be on TV and make uh-huh. money.
3: I need to check the calendar, but I mean, I'm all in. I've always wanted, like, one of my dreams as a kid was to be on The Price is Right. It's a little bit... Less now that Bob Barker's not the host because that's who I watched as a kid, and that was my, like, one of my top five goals in life was to get up there and shake his hand. Come on down! So, yes, I will, I, I'm all in for LA, game shows, making millions. I mean, sign me Sounds up.
1: Sounds like sound it's like gonna
0: go. Sign you up to what? No, you have to go out there. Yeah, sign me up to, to, sign to go. Yourself you have to sign up. yourself up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, could he get a sponsor?
0: What? Yes.
3: That's a good call, Amy. <laughs> yes.
0: yes, maybe Scuba could get because he has some. Maybe Scuba could get one of our sponsors to give them five hundred bucks or for maybe the hotel or, room and stuff. Yeah, maybe like maybe seven hundred bucks something to pay for
5: part of the hotel. Yeah, I, I love could it. probably work a deal. Yeah, to get some cash free to get out there. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like, you're welcome, man. Thank Amy. That's a smart move. Good call. Like, mm-hmm. hello fresh. You know what I mean. You're looking very fresh today <laughs> as you wait in line. I, I you know, hand out coupons to them. We just say,
0: "Lunchbox's trip is brought to you by Hello yeah. Fresh." We'll and then it.
3: when I'm in line at these game shows, <laughs> yeah. I hand, hand out Hello Fresh coupons.
0: Well, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah,
1: coupons. that could work. <laughs> well, we'll
0: stick this in our pocket. Okay. <laughs> but if Lunchbox has a dream to make money and be on TV, oh
3: man, what game show her. would I go for first? Just Jeopardy. You know,
0: Think about it. Make your list of top Jeopardy. five games.
3: Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Oh, no, my God. Not Jeopardy. <laughs> oh, my God. No, don't do Jeopardy. That's suicide.
2: <laughs> don't on. do that.
6: Come on.
2: It's time for
5: the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good.
2: 11-year-old Audrey Soap both lost her father and her grandfather last year and was really bummed because the, fa- the daddy-daughter dance was coming up and she didn't know what to do. Made her think about her dad and how she just probably wasn't going to be able to go to it. So her mom says, you know what? They loved the Philadelphia Eagles, and their favorite player was Anthony Harris. I'm just going to give it a shot. I'm going to reach out to the NFL and see if Anthony can come take her to the dance. And they said yes. What? Anthony Harris, the football player for the Philadelphia Eagles, came, picked her up, gave her the dress, and said, here's your dress for the dance. We're going, and spend the whole night with him. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah, really cool. Because he didn't have to do that. No.
0: He didn't have to do that. I'm sure there were 10,000 other things he could have been doing, other causes he cared about personally, but still, he wanted to did that for them. That's Audrey said the really whole night cool. was like yeah. a fairy tale. She'll remember the rest of her life. Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: Do you think it's time we maybe move past these dances specific for a type of parent?
0: I don't know because I didn't ever experience them. I, I don't well, know. You you yeah. would have but but we didn't have where I like, I'm from such a small poor town. We didn't have daddy-daughter Mother, son. Because you were just lucky to have one parent that was there. Yeah. So we didn't have them because we knew they would be unsuccessful. Yeah. And also, who can afford a dress? Like, that's where I came from. I don't know because it does seem a bit...
1: Or, like, I know Eddie's done, like, donuts with daddies or whatever at his school. And then I'm like, well, what about the kids that, like, don't have a dad? Like, who... What's... That's all... Like, does the mom get to come and... Instead, or any caregiver or any adult in their life. like
0: So cookies with caregivers. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> let's just go ahead and do <laughs> Sorry, that. I don't know. Yeah. Because, yeah. I think there's something <laughs> yeah, to that. Just a thought. Because I always felt like I didn't want to go places when they focused on the dad.
1: I get the original intent behind it. But as we grow and like understand what could maybe make a child feel, you know, uncomfortable. And a lot
0: of it's too, is alliteration. Dad is a dad. Dad's yes. not, yeah, yeah, not a yeah, dance. Yeah.
2: You can da, da, da. do gorditos with guardians. Oh, <laughs> you know. I like Mexican that. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Potato chips with parental figures. There, there you go. Uh-huh. What else you got? Yeah. You're up. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of pressure, Come I on. Mean.
1: Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Apples with anyone you can find. Uh,
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> that <was> terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. Apples with anyone you can find? <laughs> hey, I was on the spot.
6: Uh, <laughs> I just okay. thinking, hey, sh- uh,
0: <laughs> who's that? I don't know. I just found I, this. I, and here's an apple. <laughs> I gave an apple, they agreed to come. Uh, all right. Okay. That's a great story. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that was tell me something good. <laughs> So, yesterday we're gonna watch the game, and I think we had about six or seven friends that were coming over. And so we go, All right, let's get some food. Well, it wasn't gonna be like a full blowout of a party, but we'll just get some food so we can have a good time and not have to worry about bringing anything. So, the day before, we call this barbecue place in town. We're like, Hey, do you guys have wings? We're like, Yeah, of course. What do you need? We said, Well, let's order 50 wings. We have uh, nine people, 50 wings. Great. No problem. Any buns? Oh, we need bunnies. is wings. (laughs) We're good. Yeah, right. Do you need sauce? Do you need... We do the whole thing. So they say, okay, be here at 445 and pick up your wings. I show up at 430 and there's a line of like 30 people going all the way out the front door of the barbecue place. And I'm like, oh man, glad I got here early. The line's not moving. So I'm like, hey, what's happening? And I look up and I see some old guy yelling at some woman. Like old guy, like white Santa Claus beard, bald head, angry. And he's like, wah, wah, and I can't tell what's going on. So I almost feel like somebody's being uh, out of line on an airplane and you almost have to step in. And so I kind of start walking that direction a little bit to make, because nobody's stopping this guy from yelling at her. And he finally stops yelling and she's frazzled. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she goes, I'll try to do the best I can. And so people are just kind of all in the line kind of starts to turn into just a big group of people more than a line. So I walk up and I'm. There's some bags of food on it, with people's names on it. Nobody's calling their names. So I'm like, well, I'll help people get out of here. And I'm like, all right, Monica, you here? <laughs> Here's your bag. Trish. I mean, it's it's mayhem in there. And so occasionally there'd be someone there. Well, the woman comes up to me and she goes, Hey, what's the name of your order? And I say it's under Caitlin. Um, and she's like, All right. And she comes back and she goes, Hey, we're out of wings. Oh. Uh-oh. And I'm like, Oh, wow, you are? She goes, Yeah. And not her, it's not her fault. She just works there. She's, she didn't take the orders yesterday. She's not working in the kitchen. She didn't buy the meat, and but that's why the guy was yelling at her because she now has to tell every single person in line that order wings. They're out of wings. Eesh. She goes, "We're out of wings." She goes, "I'm so sorry," and it's starting to be angry. People are murmuring. They're like, "What? You out of wings?" And I go, "Hey, is there any chance you can just put a bunch of meat in a bag?" I, I said, "I don't need. I just need meat. Can you do that?" Like I'm not angry. I know you didn't do this, but can you, just, you know, just throw some random meat in there and we're good. The people coming to my house don't even know what I got, so we'll surprise them. And she's like, oh my god, are you sure? She goes, we'll refund you. i was like, don't, I don't need to be refunded. But there are people around, and I'm like, hey guys, you're not going to get your wings. You told them this? Yeah.
1: Oh, wow. I was cool. like, you're not
0: going to get your wings, and it is not her fault. So, she's probably going to come tell each one of you that they don't have wings. So, don't be yelling like that other dude did. And people are starting to mouth at me a little bit. Like, I worked there. I think some of them thought I worked there because they were, (laughs) like, eight people back. And they're like, what do you mean I get no wings? And they're like, I don't work here, buddy. And so I said, guys, they're out of wings. So they should just put a shirt on me. I was doing PR and (laughs) I was like, it looks like they're out of wings. She had nothing to do with this, so do not take it out on her. If you're upset, I understand. But you don't need to be upset at her. Be upset at the restaurant. And so I feel like I calm most of the people down. And I think most people got a bag of meat and they went about their way. But what I saw, though, is something that I'm seeing more and more and not just pandemic, but even beforehand. And I just wanted to talk about it for a second, because I would compare this to at an airport. If a flight gets delayed and people are all mad at the person working the counter. Do you think the person on the counter went under the plane and broke it? Mm -mm. Or we even went to the plane. Has walked on the plane. Probably has a bit Has seen the plane. <laughs> yeah. No. The woman working at the barbecue place. Had nothing to do with the wings. The Black Friday uh, person working at Walmart. Mm-hmm. It's not her fault there are no more Tickle Me Freaking Elmo's. 90s reference. Whatever. Still <laughs> you popular. saw the halftime show last <laughs> night. I'm feeling it right now. So it's just taking a breath or three, even though you are frustrated, and thinking to yourself, who am I frustrated at? And if it's not the person that's standing in front of you, don't take it out on them. I would encourage you not to take it out on anyone because we all screw up. For example, I'm driving down the road and a car kinda cuts me off, it almost hits me. And I'm like, come on! Now, I gotta think of one of two things. Do I get mad? You go, like, come on, stupid! And drive up beside them and flip them off. Maybe Ooh. pull out the gun from my my glove box, and I can do any of that, <laughs> <No>. right? <laughs> whoa, 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 uh, I don't, but it, <laughs> but it could, or I could go. You know what? I've accidentally been that person before. Because you have, yes. It's when someone pulls in the middle of an intersection, and they accidentally pull in the middle, and they're just sitting there, and everybody can't go through because they thought they could get up close enough to get in the line. Everybody, who you know what I'm talking about? This yes, situation. Yes. And you're like, it's, people are honking, and I'm like, honk! Get out of the way! and you're like, what person's so stupid? Yeah, you know what? You've done it too, I've done it. So here's, what I'm, here's the challenge that I'm going to give everyone listening. When you get frustrated, give yourself a good five count and say, who am I frustrated at? Because we tend to wanna to take it out on the closest person to us and the closest we can get to the situation even if it's not the situation. So take you a good five seconds Figure out who you're frustrated at. And if it's not that person right in front of you, don't take it out on them. Because they don't deserve it. Because there are times you get it taken out on you when you don't deserve it. But I saw people, it's about to be a riot over chicken wings. And I didn't even get paid 14 an hour to do what I was doing. I called Caitlin, I was like, they're out of wings. She was like, wow, they are? I was like, yeah, I said, but I got a grab bag of meat coming right right at us.
2: <laughs> I'll be home in two hours. I'm wrangling the crowd and real quick. And she was like, "All oh, right, hey,
0: well. Um, but I'm glad I was there. I was actually in a pretty good mood yesterday. I had some friends coming over, had a good weekend. And I had kind of I don't always, sometimes I'm just not feeling good or I'm extremely tired. But I'm glad I was there. And I think I was probably put there for a reason. And we should we shut that crap down.
2: Damn right you did. Yeah. Good stuff, man. And you didn't Amy, even
0: get your money back. I um I don't know. It's Caitlyn's account, but I said I don't need a refund. Oh. I don't know if they ended up refunding or not. Um well Amy, were we gonna say something?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, back to the driving thing when you have a choice to get mad at someone. Something someone told me a long time ago that helped. And listen, I'm often the one that's actually getting honked at, so I would love for people to adopt this <laughs> method. But you can think of what what might be going on in that person's life. Like, they might be trying they might not be able to concentrate or made a mistake or in a hurry because they have something really serious going on or they just got really bad news or they're having the worst day ever. And then if you go up and flip them off and make their day even worse, like you just, I don't know, even though you don't know that that's the case, you can just assume and it'll help you breathe through it and then you don't end up hurting their feelings, you know, anymore.
0: Yes. Take a breath. Address. It's hard. It's hard to breathe whenever you're mad.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. Your chest is all tight. You're like shaking. Wow, Eddie, okay. When you're mad, you're mad. mad. All
0: right. Amy, what are we going to say real quick?
1: Well, and then also too, it's like sometimes you can even think, well, hey, you know what? Maybe that person cut in front of me to save me from, you know, making a turn and then getting into an accident. Like if someone makes you a minute late or 30 seconds from doing something else you were supposed to do maybe that person was supposed to cut you off so that you wouldn't have a fender bender I
6: don't
0: believe that no, yeah, I, can't be buddy, listen, I don't, I don't think kidding. the person in the Volvo was supposed to cut me off but,
1: <laughs> I'm but just giving you tips just let this be a rem-
0: let this be a reminder and Amy brings up a good point too because I swear to God everybody you see is going through some sort of struggle right now in some way at different levels but ain't nobody got it all going on at all going great so uh, let my chicken wing fiasco be a lesson for all of us. Lunchbox, if that had happened to you, what would you have done?
3: I would have demanded a free meal. I would have been very upset. Um, <laughs> they would have had to give me double wings next time I came. And, I mean, I would, have, I would have probably been on the heat meter. My face would have been red, and there would have been some raised tone in my voice, I think. And luckily, I would have been there to tackle you and say, shut up. Because <laughs> I don't want to say I've bad to take a few people down.
0: Give them a little smacking. Can you imagine I get into a fight? No. Over chicken wings? Yeah, <laughs> That would be it. Uh, okay, I think that's that's good. Just wanted to share that story there. But we had a good Super Bowl gathering. It wasn't really a party. We had random people show up at random times. And you know what? They didn't even know they were missing chicken wings. Yeah, because they had no idea. They got a little brisket and a little chicken. And they Ooh. shut up. Yeah. They, except for Mike D, who always comes. And he's the vegan. Him and his wife are vegans. And he's like, hey, we're going to come. And then Caitlin and I are like, what do we do? So we just always go... Get some lettuce.
2: (laughs) Here's a head of lettuce. We got
0: some salad. We ordered some salads from a different place. I just posted on my Instagram uh, Valentine's collection of pictures of Caitlyn and myself. And, Ray, you're the only person that makes a cameo that's not just Caitlyn and myself. Yeah! It's, like, all pictures of just Caitlyn and I. And I'm like, I've been on a lot of adventures together. Love you. And then Ray just shows up. What's he doing in there? Chilling on the couch. It's my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Amy, let's do the pop <laughs> culture quiz. You ready? Ready. Who won the Super Bowl?
1: The Rams.
0: What? What city are they from?
1: Los Angeles. Okay,
0: I'll give you that one. Well, you got it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who was the Super Bowl MVP, Amy?
1: Oh, Khan. Con... Yay. No. West. Cooper. Coop.
0: Oh, close enough. as you got to give it to her. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Yay! Nice, nice job. Do you see Kanye sitting in his mask though? No. Yeah. Like he was sitting in the so crowd weird. had his full mask on He then took it off because it got too hot <laughs> Kanye was going crazy this weekend About Pete Davidson uh, Cooper Cup won the Super Bowl MVP What position does he play Amy?
1: Oh he plays quarterback
2: mm. So close
0: No uh, Matthew Stafford plays quarterback Cooper Cup plays wide receiver oh. I know What country artist was inducted into the Grand Ole Opry On Saturday night? Lauren Elena Nice good at the Winter Olympics, what athlete finished fourth in snowboarding halfpipe and is now retiring? Sean White. Nice. Can you name one of the top three shows on Netflix right now?
1: Uh, ten top three?
0: Can you name hmm. one of the top three shows right now?
1: Top three? Um, Tinder, Swindler.
0: No, that'd be a movie.
1: Okay. But- oh, shows. Oh, oh, I know. Sweet Magnolias.
0: Number three. Yeah. Here, number one is inventing Anna. We started watching that, but it felt, even though it's kinda of based on a true story, it felt pretty fake and corny. Oh really?
2: Yeah. What okay.
1: I-, I started it too, but I'm I'm just like twenty minutes. But then I started reading about it and yes, there's some fiction things woven in, but you're still getting a lot of the true stuff. For sure. I mean, I'm going to keep going, but I read all about what she did, and it's fascinating. It's about
0: a girl who was acting like a socialite, but was able to like cheat hotels out of tons of money, oh. private jets. It's basically Lunchbox's dream life. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But she's doing that. Love is Blind season two is out, which all new people are doing Love is Blind. I will not watch that, but- That's the top three? Number two, and the number three, still Magnolias. Uh, AMC announced that Better Call Saul will end in a two-part final season in April. Better Call Saul is a spinoff of what show?
1: Breaking Bad. Nice.
0: Kanye said he removed Kid Cudi from his album Donda 2 because Kid Cudi is friends with who?
1: Kim Kardashian?
0: Nah, Pete Davidson. Uh. Kanye uh. went crazy on social media this weekend.
2: I didn't see. What did he do?
0: Well, he was holding up uh, notebooks with his uh, the, the date on it going, I haven't been hacked. Don't worry. And then he was like, Cudi, we're not friends anymore. Uh, I'm taking you off my album. Like written in Sharpie.
1: <laughs> Dang.
0: Kanye's funny, man. I like Kanye. Uh, Valentine's Day today, by the way. Hope you guys have a good one. We'll give you updates tomorrow on what we did. Um, lunchbox, I do want to check in with you on reservations before we get to these oh, calls. man. Because you had five reservations that you had. Two in Austin, two in Nashville, one in Las Vegas. Yes. And you said you were selling them for $75 each. Correct. How many of the five have you sold?
3: Five. What? You've sold, sold all out. Oh, sold out, guys. Sold out. But listen, no, a businessman doesn't stop when he's sold out. What's he do? He goes on the hunt. And he starts hunting down more reservations. And so guess what? But couldn't they do that? Hey, you don't know where to look? Mm. Maybe you're lazy? I don't know. But your boy, he's got more reservations for sale. But where? where? Uh, we got one in Austin. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> got a couple in oh Nashville. Yeah. And so I'm ready to sell, sell, sell.
0: So you've made five sales for $75 each. Yeah, do the math. $450. Bucks. Boom. <laughs> Nailed. It. Business is off and running. <laughs> well, that's not right. Is it right? Seventy-five times. Wait. No, uh, it's uh 300 three hundred bucks. Th- 375. Three seventy-five. Whatever. Yeah, I was, <laughs> was, <I> was, yeah. <laughs> what on was one seventy-five too many. <laughs> so you made three hundred seventy-five dollars. It's not bad, right? That's really good. That's really good. Now, what's my cut? <laughs> since I let like you talk about it on the air, you are no, always asking no, no, for no, cuts here for people. Here we go.
3: Here we go with this. You wanting cuts?
0: No. I've never wanted a cut, but you always ask people for
3: cuts if you have anything to do with it. Yeah. I mean, I st- I've stopped you from giving away so many expensive beanie babies. I got zero cut. So I mean, this is just you. I think we've given them all away. Repaying me, like, hey. And the ones looking. we haven't given away, we sold for charity. Okay, so that charity can't give me a cut. <laughs> no, they don't do that. So right. you ready to sell? Uh, no. The right. way you said, if I good luck. Well, sell what? My n- my new reservation. Okay, where is it to? Go ahead. The Launderette in uh, Austin. Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me check my email. The other one is. And it's at f- uh, 5.45. It's at 2 p.m. Uh, the laundrette <laughs> is at 5.45 in Austin. Okay. La Pesquina Ceviche... I'm sure that's how, exactly how it's pronounced. How do you say that, Eddie?
2: Uh, La Pesquina Ceviche y Fajitas.
3: Yeah, I got that for 4.30 today here in Nashville. 4.30. <laughs> 4.30. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so hold on hold, 430. hold on. 4.30. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. 4.30. 10 (laughs) a.m.? It's a little early. (laughs) Is it really that early, or is it just a perfect time to beat the crowd? (laughs) I like how you say that. It's very nice. I mean, that's how you have to look at it. Hold on, where's my other one? Hold on, I had it.
0: Oh, Oh, no. Hey, let's talk to Ray, who's a girl. It says Ray, (parentheses girl, in Tampa. Hey, Ray, are you there?
4: I am. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, Hello. Okay, so I was just listening to this chicken thing with lunchbox and I work at a local coffee shop and stuff like this happens all the time where we run out or whatever and if somebody's already paid I'm gonna do my best to get them a replacement or something close enough but if lunchbox was being rude to me and reacted the way that he said he would react I wouldn't I would barely give him his refund I'd do the least I can for him he's always talking about wanting free stuff that's not how to
0: get it. Well, like our grandmas would say, and we would roll our eyes, but it is true. You do attract more flies with honey than vinegar. Just generally in life, mm. the nicer you are to folks, the nicer they are to you. The happier you are, the more people want to be around you. Lunchbox is digging in his email right now. You oh know, yeah, did you
3: find another one. Yeah, we have the Hampton. In thirty minutes, if you go to Chili's, <laughs> I nope. can get you in the Hampton rooftop at six thirty. Uh, seating for two, I mean... That's what city? Nashville. Okay. That's beautiful. Rooftop- and how did you get
0: these? You just call and say, I'd like to make another reservation?
3: Yes. They had them open at 630? Yeah, I mean, I guess people cancel. You know, you assume they're sold out, but if you just take a, a little flyer on their website that says sold out, then that you get what you deserve. But if you're a businessman and you're pounding the pavement, making calls, making deals, mm-hmm. this is how you get it done. All right. And then I got Char Nashville cool. at 445. 445. <laughs> Is that more lunch or dinner, though, if you had to pick? Is that 4.45 is more? (laughs) I mean, it's 15 minutes from dinner. Yeah. I mean, you beat the 5 o'clock traffic. You're in. You're out. You can still go to a movie. You're still at work, though. Uh, You know, Valentine's Day, people don't really. They work half days. I don't think that's true. I think Valentine's Day, (laughs) for most people, is just kind of a punt. and Maybe you do a little
0: something.
3: I'm just saying, if you you want to get on the phone, you want to hit me on Instagram, we got these all for sale. Let's go. All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, and to that girl that says she wouldn't give me my money back, then I'd never go back to your business. You'd go out of business. (laughs) She's still there, right? Ray?
4: I mean, you got to give them your money back. That's like, legally, I got to do that. But if somebody's being nice, I'm going to throw in whatever free stuff I can. Lunchbox comes up. I'm not doing that. If he's yelling at me.
0: I agree. Thank you. Hey. Uh, you have a great day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Super Bowl Monday.
4: <laughs> you too. Thanks, guys. All right. Guys. See you
0: later. Uh, let me grab Mary in Oklahoma, who is on the phone waiting to talk. Hey, Mary, what's going on?
4: Good morning, studio. Morning. 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 Um, I just wanted to call and say um, you guys were talking about, like, road rage or attitudes. Um, I have a five-year-old daughter, and there is a show on PBS Daniel Tiger, and it says, when you feel like you want to roar, take a breath and count to four. One, two, three,
3: four.
0: That's the same time you can get a reservation from Lunchbox, four o'clock yeah. at a restaurant.
3: <laughs> Actually, 4.30 yeah. or 4.45. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, I agree. That's what, I, that's what works for me, right? Like, if I start to get frustrated, I just take a second to count it to myself. Like, why am I frustrated? Who am I frustrated at? At times, people get frustrated at me, and I would not like for them to act... You know, in an ugly way toward me, but uh, I appreciate Daniel Tiger, Mr. Rogers, still rocking it. Yeah, that's what Daniel Tiger is. That's a,
2: what do you call it? A side. Um, for those that don't know, like a spinoff maybe. Spinoff.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for the call. Hope you have a, a great day, Mary.
4: All right. Well, thank you very much.
0: All right. See you later. All right. Bye. Bye.
6: Bobby Bone Show.
0: Bonehead. of up the day.
3: This story comes to us from Toronto, Canada. Police got reports of some drug dealing going on in a house. So they show up, knock on the door, talk to the two guys like, no, nah, man, not us. But they can see the drugs on the table, a lot oh, of cash. No. Not and us. they're like, no, nah, no, nah, man, we were just, we were using those. But then there was a note next to it that said how to become a good drug dealer. And it had an <laughs> itemized list on no. what they needed to do. Oh, no. I mean, they have drug dealing for dummies out,
0: too. Well, they were
2: organized, you know. Wow. They had a list going.
0: They're like, no, nah, no, nah, not us. <laughs> Someone walks up and buys it from them. right? With a con- no, no, still, not us. This is our cousin. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead
3: story of the day.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, some of the prop bets or the fun bets from the Super Bowl. Here's some of the results. Who will be the first artist to perform? If you answered Snoop Dogg, you would be right. Yeah. Which, by the way, we were at the house last night. We were all guessing what the first song was going to be. And Mike D nailed it. Uh, he goes next episode and then everybody ignored him Oh,
6: because <laughs> they couldn't hear him well because every- yeah he's
0: quiet and then everybody starts watching and we're all like well nobody got it right and Mike goes oh, I did and then nobody heard him and his wife goes Mike got it right <laughs> she hears him and I said Mike you got it right he goes yeah <laughs> uh, the first artist shown was Dr. Dre because he was doing kind of the, yeah, uh, the, soundboard. the mixing the soundboard yeah uh, the first song was the next episode the last song performed was still D.R.E. And one of them was, will Snoop Dogg smoke on stage? The answer was no. The Gatorade was blue, so if you bet ten bucks, you won forty-seven dollars there. Wow. Uh, Cooper Cup was the Super Bowl MVP. If you bet ten bucks, you won seventy dollars there. Uh, and then there were a lot of other ones too. But there you have it. We talked quite a bit of Super Bowl on this show, but uh, it, listen, I don't. The game was good because it was close, but it wasn't great football. But it was a good. Game that you had to stay watching, if that makes sense. Because uh, most Super Bowls, midway through third quarter, you're like, wow well, this is over." <laughs> so uh, it was it was good. It was fun though, and I liked the fact that it was earlier. I like the game starting at five Central Time. Yeah. Because you can go to bed at a decent time. The weird thing too was, is it starts at three in LA, so it was daylight. They're having a it's like a Snoop Dogg concert in the daylight. And you're like, what? what? You're like, I thought it was like turn the lights off. It's a dome. It's not. <laughs> It's just open to the outside. <laughs> yeah, it has a so, roof, but so it's open. It was, yeah, it was three o'clock and you know Snoop and Dre are performing. Thank you guys. Hope you have an awesome day. We will see you tomorrow on the Bobby Bones show. Bye everybody.